Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show podcast. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher, editor for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. We're working on our 20th edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter. That'll be out in October. And we'll be covering a lot of events that are coming up this time of year. You got a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, festivals start kicking off and uh, events going on around the state. There's about two or three or four. There's actually at least three big ones I know of that are coming up every fall. And I know we've got the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup is typically in December with our friends over at Grow House. And then we've got, as we're members of the Hemp Coalition, Alyssa Nolan and the Hemp Summit up there in College Station is usually uh, late November, typically. And then to kick things off with those fall three events is, of course, the Hemp Harvest Festival from our friends at Sweet Cincy. And joining us this week on podcast number 142 is uh, Greg and Tracy Autry from Sweet Cincy to talk with us about their third annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. Almost goofed that one up, but welcome. Let's bring in our friends, Greg and Tracy, here on the Texas Hemp Show podcast. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. We forgive you, Russell. <laughs> Good to see you guys. I, I appreciate you guys finally getting y'all on and um, looking forward to, to talking with you guys about the event. Uh, we decided to keep the event again this time, Greg, over at Distribution Hall uh, this year. This year it's slated for, uh, was it the 3rd and the 4th? Uh, yeah, this year for your two days, which is Friday the 3rd and uh, Saturday the 4th. Yeah, yeah. So so why two days this year, Tracy? Greg, what was the move for that? What, what made you decide to... To go a kind of a half day really on Friday, Greg, and then a more full day on Saturday. Well, part of it honestly was we were setting the stage up and we needed to set it up early to have more time because we're doing more lights, um, to draw try to draw in people that are naturally and organically coming by. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna have some displays up front and the big giant oak tree that's there is gonna be all lit up. Um, and so we're doing a lot of uh, more stuff like that. And then um, our staging, because we're bringing in uh, a bigger band this year, they, um, they're going to require uh, some more time to set up. So because of that, we decided to spread it out and give the sponsors and the vendors more chance to get their good scene and, and, and uh, get their brands out there. We have brands coming from all over the country, some national brands this year that are going to get to see uh, that just organically happened by promoting the festival. Yeah, we sold out last year, so we figured, you know, uh, have a little bit more time for everybody to have a chance to come and enjoy it. Yeah, last year, the fire marshal actually made us stop selling tickets for about an hour and a half and said we were sold out and then enough people left, so we 
opened up the gates. <laughs> wow, I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah, last year the festival was on my birthday, so I think I had birthday plans later in the evening, but I did come by and hang out for a couple of hours and walk around. I purchased some things from some of the vendors. Uh, I think it was uh, my first taste of... Uh, of the tonic water from Aaron was over at that event, your event there last year. And, uh, and, uh, but I did get a chance to have some food and hang out there. Um, so, so what's different this year? Um, are y'all just getting more awareness with the national scene kind of knowing more about the third annual? I mean, this is the third annual, so it's, it's a uh, word starting to spread. It sounds like Greg. Yeah, I think word is starting to spread. Tracy's doing a good job um, with our marketing team, getting um, uh, the word out and, and getting the website known. And um, I, I think last year with the news talking to us about being sold out and, and all of that, people have, have really seen um, that what we're trying to do is a unique and uh, um, a beneficial thing to the cannabis industry as a whole. Gregson's speaking in other states as well. So, um, you know, having Sweet Sensi out there, Greg's speaking and doing his, uh, you know, spiel on how this company runs and um, what we're trying to accomplish has really uh, blown a lot of people's minds and they're very encouraged and inspired by it. So I think that that is spreading the word throughout the, the nation too. Well, it doesn't hurt when you start uh you know, traveling as much as Greg has in the last year, uh, 18 months or more. I mean, uh, uh, you're, you're kind of, uh, you're in New Mexico one month and Ireland, uh, another part of the year, uh, uh, Greg, you've really, you've really, uh, uh, made an impression here nationally, you know, uh, since you've, uh, launched a sweet Cincy here uh, in the last several years, haven't you? Um, I hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm flattered if, if I have, we, we are just, you know, uh, um, we're true to the plan from, from what we do at, at the festival down to our products, down to, I mean, our message and everything that's out there and the way we live our lives is the plant means a lot to us yeah. and it's healing properties and everything that it does and showcasing other brands and helping people, helping companies get started. That's what this is all about to us. The Texas Hemp Show podcast number 142 this week. Our guests are Tracy and, and Greg with the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. This is the third annual, November 3rd and 4th. Check out the website at texashempharvestfestival.com. This year, they are featuring 10-foot ganja plant, Josh Hendricks and Skillinja, the Mau Mau Chaplains, Sister Nancy, Pasha, Pasifaya, DJ, live set by DJ Tropicana Joe and DJ Jakarma. Live music, food, drinks, vendors. We got a little jump with Tracy on the marketing on this. So you all actually had an ad, you know, that's in our, our previous month's issue. So we're looking at that. And then we've got your marketing's already ready to go for the next the next round. So I'm sure we'll start seeing flyers around town. I've noticed already, Greg, that the marketing team has really been pushing aggressively on your Instagram lately. I've seen a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming out of social media from y'all on this too, Tracy. Oh, yeah. Well, we've been pre-selling tickets for a little while now, so mm -hmm. we're getting uh, close to that, um, you know, good amount of numbers. So we want to be able to remind people, go ahead and get your tickets. You know, um, we we don't want to sell out again and have to push people away from the door. Obviously. <laughs> um, just pushing it out there. We got a lot of posts about last year. You know, it was super fun last year. It's all around just a super fun time to come out, enjoy the food. 
drinks, you know, hang out, especially if you buy VIP tickets, that's always a great place to be. So we just wanted to go ahead and get it pushed out. You know, the summer has been quite exhausting for a lot of us just because of the heat. So, you know, we want to encourage everybody that the fall is coming. The weather's going to be nice. Um, hopefully nicer than last year. We had a bit of rain last year. And the, the little bit of ice that we had, we still had such a good showing. Yeah, it was a little bit of slippery coming in and out of there, but everybody was cool. And, you know, look, the one thing about the cannabis space is, man, we we just roll with it, man. We just keep going. No no rain or no snow or no ice is going to stop us from having a good time and celebrating this plant. I think that's just great and wonderful what y'all do. We're excited to have the booth this year, Tracy. Uh, we missed the booth last year only really, I think, because it was on my birthday, and I don't think I wanted to work and have a booth on that day. Uh, so, uh, no, we're excited to come back in there and be a part of this. We were at your, your first annual event. Um, when they get a ticket, Greg, does that cover both days or is there just one ticket per day? Or, you know, it's not you're not doing like ACL type of thing. It's probably one ticket for both days, right? Uh, you can actually do um, either. So we've got okay. pricing for, you know, if you just want to come Friday, we've got pricing for that general mission and VIP. Um, if you just want to come Saturday, same thing. I think it's 20 bucks if you're just coming one day. And then you can also come both days and you get a little bit of a discount. Um, Saturday is a longer day, so you, you pay a little bit more to come on Saturday than Friday. But if you come both days, you get that discount. And it's like 40 bucks for both days. Same thing with VIP. And VIPs has um, its own little private viewing thing of the stage. Last year, we didn't do VIP. We just had like a little... Uh, private section for us and everyone wanted to come in yeah. so we've taken VIP this year to make it the value worth it so there's going to be food in VIP there are some mixed drinks that are free in VIP uh, there's sitting areas and all kinds of um, lounges lounges and little spots in there that we've yeah. uh, prepared for everybody so. Yeah, I need to get with I need to get with Tracy on my VIP. I I, I remember that last year. I, I wanted to hang out in yeah, I wanted to hang out in there last year, and I realized oh that's that's for everybody else. And I was like I'm not gonna I don't think I'm gonna miss out on that this this time. Well, we have quite a bit of uh, good giveaways coming up too. Our Austin Chronicle has always been our media sponsor for our festival, and they are again this year as they love our festival and we love the Austin Chronicle. Um, so they're doing a pretty big giveaway um, coming up, and there will be um, other little giveaways here and there, and maybe even uh, the Texas Hemp Reporter can do a giveaway Yeah, as well. yeah. Um, you know, I'm willing to do something like that. Somebody asked me not too long ago at another event, and if we were to do something, I, I think I would be willing to raffle a full-page ad off or, or give them a guest appearance on the show or something like that would be a kind of a cool way to give them a, give them a package where they get an article and a – and a guest appearance and an ad or something. I'm totally down for something like that too, guys. I think that would be fun. Yeah, the bands is what really has me excited this year. And I, I'd say this probably every year, but I mean, truly uh, this year is some of my favorite artists. So, I mean, we have uh, Josh Heinrichs and Skill and Jaw. Mm -hmm. uh, they are, I mean, they're just an amazing uh, group that plays. Uh, I've been listening to them for the last, I don't know, 10 years since before Josh was on his own. Um, and then there's people, a lot of people coming from all over the country to see 10 foot ganja plant, 10 foot ganja <laughs> plant coming to Texas is a huge deal. They have never played in Texas and, and 
most of the South they haven't played in. We've got people that we know that are coming, uh, sending us messages on social media saying they're coming from California, Oregon, Whoa. Arizona, New Mexico, just because Ten Foot Ganja is playing. And they don't they don't play a lot. So we we had to pull some strings and and beg a little bit to get them down here, but they're coming. Well, that is that is really cool. I'm not as familiar with them as some of the other artists on the on the band, Greg. But I was down at Dreadneck Wednesday yesterday, uh, taking pictures with my friend Steve Dement, who was taking pictures for a f another article that we're going to do on on Mo and uh, the Mau Mau Chaplains uh, that's coming up in the new issue. So we were down there last night getting photos. Stay right there, guys. We'll t we're going to come right back. We'll talk a little more about the festival, how you can get yourself involved. There's a couple of booths left if you are interested and getting in here and, and I've got to get with Tracy and get my VIP in because I'm not going to miss out on that like I did last year. I definitely would have stayed longer if I had my VIP last year for sure. It's the Texas Hip Show. We'll be right back on the other side after this. Local brand Sweet Sensi, known as the original Texas Rosin Company, presents another year of bringing the hemp industry and the people of Texas together to celebrate all things cannabis at their Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. The Sweet Sensi brand, known as the best true full-spectrum organic gourmet candy manufacturer in Texas, has been selling out the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival for the last two years. This year's festival holds two days of elevated cannabis experiences on November 3rd and 4th downtown East 4th Street at Distribution Hall, showcasing hemp and art vendors from all around the state and features on stage top reggae artists like 10-Foot Ganja Plant, Sister Nancy, Josh Heinrichs with Skillinja, Pacifier, and Austin's own Mau Mau Chaplains. Sponsorships available to companies interested in showcasing their brand to the large audience. Buy your tickets and inquire about sponsorship and vendor spots at TexasHempHarvestFestival.com. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. The Texas Hemp Report is available free at over 1,000 CBD and smoke shops across Texas. McAllen, Houston, Austin, Dallas, Lubbock, and San Antonio. Texas lawmakers will be in session this year to improve or alter laws on cannabis products. So stay tuned and informed this legislative season with the Texas Hemp Show podcast and the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Would you like to host the Texas Hemp Show podcast in your business or special? Event now booking live broadcast from your location with our new demo vehicle, the Texas Green Machine. Email Russell at Texas Reporter at gmail.com. Now back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden.
Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. Podcast number 142 marches on as we continue our conversation with Greg and Tracy from the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival, bringing back from commercial break a little blood money from 10-foot ganja plant. Uh, So there's your chance to hear and see 10-foot ganja on November 3rd, uh, 4th. Uh, the guys will be performing as well here on the upcoming third annual uh, Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. Welcome back to the show, uh, Greg and Tracy. Thanks for for uh, for hanging out with us. I hope you guys liked the plug uh, there as we went to commercial break. I didn't know if y'all. I didn't know if you. Had, Carl was wondering, uh, Greg, if y'all had seen that or not. I didn't know if y'all had ever seen the promo we did for you guys. Kind of put that together. I think Tra- I think Tracy showed it to me. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, we we just added something. Somebody else had footage, and we kind of just snagged parts of it and made something cool. Cool, uh, y'all probably know what that's from, but something else. But we just added it to the commercial that y'all are running with us on the show. So, and I thought I'd play a little ten foot ganja there as uh, as we come back. Uh, start, I'm gonna have to put these guys on my favorites here uh, just to get a little more familiar with them. I mean, we have an amazing lineup. Ten foot ganjas, they're where they they started as it's more of the old school reggae, mm-hmm. um, but we have it mixed up really well. We even have Pacifier there. Uh-huh. Pacifier is a huge national for us to get. And they, they are, they are, they draw the crowds and they put on an amazing show. Uh, and of course we still have uh, the Mount Isle chaplains, one of my best friends in the world, Mo, who you're doing an article on. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Mo are actually going to, to Ireland and, about two weeks. Oh, really? Are you taking uh, him with you up there? Yeah, he's going with me. So maybe <laughs> we'll do the next podcast. Yeah. Hey, yeah, let me know. Just uh, Greg, you you or either both of you all are welcome anytime you want to be on this show. I mean, you guys are, are a staple in this community here, especially in the Lone Star State. And, and uh, it's always great to have you on. But I would love to have Mo on. Uh, as well and uh he's fantastic Uh, just saw them down there last night my my photographer steve is is doing a a photo shoot last night down there for pictures for an upcoming article that we're having but yeah he would uh, i want to that would be fun to hang out with him in an irish pub carl how about that hang out with mo monserrat in a pub in in uh, ireland so are you in ireland are you going to ireland greg uh, I am. I'm going to Dublin and then the Wicklow Mountains, where my family are, are from. And Mo, Mo's going to tag along with me, and we're going <laughs> to hit several pubs and go see some sites and do a little bit of business. We have some stores there that we're um, trying to solidify some deals with. We'll be singing too. Well, there, there's some. There's a. There's a lot of at Irish pubs. There's a lot of trad, is what they call it. So it's just. Irish music that just starts out of nowhere, and Mo's been teasing that he's gonna join in. So. <laughs> well, what do you think? Anytime Mo's around, it's always a good time. Well, you know, you guys are starting to become known, really, Greg, in the last couple of years as a as a real reggae event. I mean, you are kept this kind of reggae theme going over the last uh, uh, few years here. Now, I mean, this is really impressive that you're starting to get. You know, Californians out here for a, a hemp festival honoring hemp in Texas, and they're from California, where the plant's been, you know, doing its uh, leading the nation, you know, for 25 years. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a, a big year, so we're we're super excited about how everything is just growing organically, pun intended. 
Um, <laughs> moving, you know, just moving forward. And the, it's just a machine now. It's just getting bigger and bigger without us even really promoting it. Uh, it's, a, it's a great, and as we said, you know, before, there's a few vendor spots open. We've sold out most of uh, everything inside. Everything indoors is sold out as far as vendor spots go, but there's a wonderful outdoor There's a, there's a good outdoor area that's all lit up, and we're doing even more to make it more comfortable outside. And then uh, we do have a few sponsors open too, but a lot of them have sold out. But yeah, I mean, the, the festival is just um, uh, a, a, an amazing thing that's happening and it's sort of just growing on its own now. So we're super excited. Well, oh, yeah. Nancy, I mean, she's the reggae legend, right? She's that's the right. queen of reggae. <laughs> <laughs> last year, the show she put on was incredible. It was amazing. And I can't wait for her to, to show up again. Yeah, and who was your headliner last year? Collie Buzz. Oh, Collie Buzz. Yeah. See, I left after yep. I left during the, um, I left early before he performed. But uh, Rachel stayed and had a great time. She said, uh, but that's right. And, and Collie Buzz was. I, I interviewed Collie Buzz in Rockstar Magazine like six years ago. Uh, great, great performance. Great artist. And um, I can't wait to see what you guys uh, come up with as this continues down the road. Let me just ask you guys, what do y'all think about? You know, cannabis here in the Lone Star State and where the state of, you know, uh, there was some news in Washington yesterday. I'm sure you both are aware, uh, you know, that they're the, uh, talking about, you know, descheduling cannabis uh, to maybe a Schedule 3. Um, can you comment, either of you, just on maybe, you know, where we are in the United States with this plant and and just maybe speak to the culture of it? Because you guys have, I think we influence culture with the magazine, the show, clearly everything that you guys do as a, as a company professionally and, and then the events that you throw. I'm proud to be a Texan in this space. Me too. Um, I, I am too. And I'm glad for um, the, 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 the hemp industry that they've allowed to, to do what we're doing now. I'm, I'm proud to be a part of that. Um, I'm, I'm proud to have been growing cannabis since 96 when Prop 215 passed mm -hmm. in California. I mean, uh, I, I'm grateful to be able to grow the plant that I love and to be able to help people, um, you know, by doing it. Uh, as far as the descheduling, I think it's a great step. I would love to see it happen, but it's still not fair. Is it fair that, that uh, marijuana is not treated the same as alcohol? I mean... Mm -hmm. Alcohol um, causes more cancer, I think, than anything else in the world at the moment right yeah. now. And we're going to take something that actually helps treat symptoms of cancer and other things and and say that someone in the government, because it's Schedule 3, gets to say who uh, grows it and who does what with it. It should be out there for everyone. Um, and not that I'm not grateful for what Texas has done. Uh, uh, we're... We have um, put in our bid for, you know, the medical licenses that are coming up and we would love to be a part of that. But it is, you know, a, a, a plant that um, that helps everyone and that that is uh, it, it should be uh, treated fairly. And just giving it schedule three is not fair. Yeah, I mean, that is a that is a good point. I mean, you know, it, anything, anything but one is a good thing. But but you're right. There's so many. There's so many things. Uh, they're doing studies in, in universities where this is, you know, helping cancer patients. Uh, other other countries, uh, Greg, you know, you know, treat this plant with you know, with more respect with with regards to medical. 
Thailand, uh, Germany yeah. is fixing to go. Um, the UK is expanding. Ireland has major talks about expanding. I mean, we can go on and on. And and the world is starting to recognize that, you know, the what this plant can do and and you know what what we're doing as manufacturers and growers and how we're helping people. Yeah. And that it's not this yeah. um, taboo, you know, plant and 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 uh, a scheduled drug. It's yeah. not. Well, and we we get letters from customers all the time. We get people who write in um, telling us that we've, our products have changed their lives. Um, I, we got a letter the other day. I don't think I even told Greg not to plug in a, a product or anything, but a gentleman said he could not get sleep since his childhood. Like he's been through the ringer of all different drugs and doctors and he just does not get sleep. He happened to purchase our snooze drops at a market and he's able to fall asleep, sleep deeply. Like he was so grateful. He hand wrote the letter, sent it out to us. When you see things like that, that's what really hurts the industry, right? Is that we're looking at this as a, a as a, a drug, a scheduled drug, but we're seeing these amazing healing wellness benefits to this product, and it's just not fair. Yeah, my producer Carl commented, uh, you know, it's not like it's not just like the Amsterdam days. You know, these things have gone beyond just being in Amsterdam. Uh, this is a, turned into a you know a, a, a cultural thing that the rest of the planet is is really embracing. And speaking to your gummy there on on the sleep ones, I wanted to share this with you guys. The other day, I think it was Friday of last week, I got a call from a lady in um, Abilene, Texas. It was an older lady. And she uh, found the hemp reporter on Google. And she basically was asking me about finding a um, THC uh, place that was uh, one of the two or three distributors of the can. And I said, well, what was your problem? What what can I do to help? I'm, you know, I'm with, I just, I published a magazine and have a show. And she said, well, I was just wondering, we, we have trouble sleeping, um, especially uh, she said that she had a major problem sleeping. And I said, well, you need to go to sweetcincy.com and try their sleep. The, what is it? The blueberry one? There's their blackberry the, snooze drop. Yeah, the blackberry one. Those are the ones that I have uh, on my fridge at home. And I, if I want to take one, if I really want to knock out, I take one of those. And I got her tuned in to, to go check out you guys. And uh, I just thought I would mention that because I referred. Uh, uh, but people call from time to time. But that's just one I want to say that those 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 gummies you gave me that's still the bag you gave me when i came to see y'all so i don't use them all that much but they do work it's just a good feeling uh, knowing that we're helping people all of us oh, absolutely yeah, absolutely absolutely and that's what this is really about for us is it's about helping people and bringing the cannabis community or that 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 idea of it that i grew up in that that i mean all of my life has been that um, and then bringing that to Texas and and showing everyone what you know what cannabis is about to us, and it's about camaraderie, community. Uh, a little bit of that um, is gonna. A little spoiler is a little bit of that's on the shirt, the artwork that I've created. Uh, so we're gonna have some really cool shirts this year that sort of relate that. 
Oh, very cool. Well, our our guests appear on Podcast 142, Greg and Tracy with uh, Sweet Cincy. They present their third annual uh, Texas Hemp Harvest Festival celebrating the plant uh, November 3rd and 4th. Again, this is going to be at 1500 East 4th Street down there at Distribution Hall. It's kind of down there just east of 35 down on East 4th Street, located right in the heart of downtown Austin. Two days of elevated fun. Friday the 3rd and Saturday the 4th, 5 to 9 on Friday, and then Saturday a little longer, 12 to 9 p.m. in an elevated cannabis experience. There's going to be vendors and sponsors. They've got a couple of uh, vendor booths and sponsor opportunities left. So I would get in touch with Tracy on this because these go fast. And I'm glad I spoke with her like back in uh, July on all of this because we got ahead of the game here. But uh, minutes is 18 and under allowed with adult supervision. So uh, if you want to bring your your teenager down there, you you can. <laughs> but uh, uh, great music, great fun. This is starting to become one of the state's premier events for all of us. Any final thoughts, Tracy, uh, uh, Greg, as uh, as we get ready for your third of annual event? I can't believe it's already going to be three years this year. Yeah, so we've got some a little bit of a surprise, too, as we've been asked by the city of Austin to apply for an, a, a permit and auditorium shores. So it's that big. Oh, wow. Wow. So next, next year, you might see us at auditorium <laughs> shores. Hey, uh, that's... No so we're trying for that. We, we were invited to do that and. We're trying for that. So this is a big event, and it's not just about Sweet Sensi. It's about brands coming together. Uh, I know there's at least three distributors that I'm bringing uh, to this festival just so they can discover new brands. It helps them. It helps the brands out. It helps the sponsors out. That's what we're doing. That's what this is about. It's about furthering cannabis and attention to cannabis and bringing everyone together for a celebration of it. Well, you know, it really is. And it was interesting before you guys came on the show today, I, I was having meetings with radio stations in San Antonio and Houston. I've put out calls to not only have the show on ESPN in Austin, but since our magazines are in Houston, Dallas and San Antonio as well, we're we're going to see about expanding our radio footprint in those cities as well. And I spoke to the station manager at a, 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 a radio station in Houston and San Antonio earlier today. And they were like, Hey, Russell, we're actually heard of you guys uh, here in Houston and we know about you. And uh, we think it would be great to have the show. So culturally, it's just really cool. People are starting to accept this plant and, and, and accept it on all levels. And we were just so excited to, to be received so well from the radio stations earlier today. And it just really speaks to the culture. And uh, you guys are very much a part of that, Greg. Thank you. I mean, we're, we're glad to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, we're so, we're so stoked and happy to, you know, to be here and just to be here um, and doing yeah. this in Texas. Yeah, and having the third annual festival. Third, third annual guys if you haven't gone to one of these check it out you can still get tickets uh, they are running out because the distribution hall limits them to a certain amount of people so uh, if you don't get a ticket you just have to wait till the fourth annual and by then maybe then it'll be down in town lake shores and in, in austin here and you'll you won't have to worry about uh, the, the the ticket limits but uh, uh visit them online again that is going to be at texas hemp harvest festival and um thank you guys for being a, a part of the show and and hey i 
I'm looking forward to seeing all the bands down there. I got to get with you and get my VP, VIP in this time because I, I gotta, I'm gonna hang out down there a little more this year, especially since we got the booth. We'll looking forward to hanging out and being a part of this a little more uh, this year. Thank you both guys and and um, uh, Greg, let uh, um, let Mo know uh, y'all can certainly call in when y'all are at the pint I, I, at, at the I'm pub. Serious, but I think we should do that that next podcast with me and Mo from Zeppelin. Yeah, just let me know the week that you're uh what you're going i know you said it's going to be in a few weeks away but I'll, I'll pencil it in uh this week and just let me know that week that you're up there and we'll have yeah. you we'll have you guys call in that week and and uh, maybe maybe get mo to to sing a, a an irish jiggy jig or something there i don't know we'll we'll see how that goes but i'd love to see either of you both in a in a, 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 a Scottish kilt. You guys ever do that? Uh, your your family's from Dublin, though, huh? I, Ireland has kilts too. Do, they do, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe we get you guys on in a kilt. My last name is Dowden, and it's an Irish Scottish name. And I've never been to the motherland, as they say, but I know that there's family that I have that uh, occasionally get the kilt out. And. We'll uh, <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you guys for being a part of the show this week. We'll be in touch. And, of course, we'll see you guys out there November 3rd and 4th at the uh, distribution hall for the third annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. We'll be back on the other side. This is the Texas Hemp Show. It's your move. Take a chance. Free yourself. We're going to sing and dance all night. If you need someone to ease your mind, I'll be there on time. Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by your friends at CBD Pros USA, your cannabis experts. Right now, you can save 50% off any one product if you mention the Texas Hemp Show. That's right, 50% off anything on the online store menu. Nanotincture, watermelon gummies, our Brio Drip Moisturizing Cream, any single item, 50% off. That's CBD Pros. CBD is present in more significant quantities in hemp than marijuana. And because it's non-psychoactive, CBD is widely regarded as the cannabinoid with the most health potential by researchers. If you'd like to learn more about CBD and our products at CBD Pros, you can read our education page and browse some of our products to learn more. Visit CBDProsUSA.com. That's CBDProsUSA.com. Zar is a premium cannabis company in Texas. As Zar, we are assured that the, the quality is great for all of our products. Highest quality is super crucial. We always joke with our customers, hey, don't buy your sushi from a gas station. And you shouldn't buy your CBD from a gas station, right? It's all about quality. What the extraction process is. We're partnering with those types of companies, those individuals who maintain high quality hemp as well as high extraction processes and this helps ultimately our clients confidence and that's what we want to provide. SAR's mission is to help out our veteran community, our, our active duty members and to destigmatize cannabis and just help our communities uh, one consultation at a time. Isn't this chance worth it to improve your quality of life? Because that's what we do here at Czar. We truly put people first. Welcome to Czar, where people come first. 
Texas lawmakers are in session this year to improve or alter laws on cannabis and hemp products. So stay tuned this legislative season with the Texas Hemp Show, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on ESPN 102.7. Or download the Texas Hemp Show wherever podcasts are available. The Texas Hemp Show is the official podcast for the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. The Texas Hemp Show is sponsored by CBD Pros, your cannabis experts. That's the Texas Hemp Show, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on ESPN Austin. To the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 142 this week as we continue the show. Uh, bringing on uh, uh, our next guest, we're going to talk to Frank over at the uh, American uh, Natural Materials and uh, Hemp Bedding.com. Uh, in just a minute, but I want to bring in my co-host Rachel Nelson, who is not here this week. Rachel normally here with us on the show, but I sent her on assignment down to uh, downtown Austin today. Our, our friends at Austinite Cannabis Company are celebrating three years of uh, being in business, uh, just like uh, well, we've been around just over three years ourselves now, and um, I thought it would be cool to. Uh, sin not have Rachel here today because they invited us to go to this, Carl. But I decided, well, we can't do it on Thursday. We have to do our show. So I just let uh, Rachel go down there. Uh, let's go to Rachel and bring her in here and and see uh, to, uh, what she's got to report down there. Rachel Nelson joining us live from the waters of Lake Austin uh, in downtown Austin, Texas. How are you doing, Rachel? I'm doing great. I am standing on a boat about to depart. And yeah, they're ready to party. Austin at Cannabis Co. They are celebrating their third birthday party tonight um, at Lone Star Boat. Taking the boat out. It's a double decker. It looks like there's a DJ on top. There's a bar inside. They have um, a lot of green balloons. And, um, (laughs) you know, of course, balloons with hemp leaves. Like, it's a total vibe. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's for Austinite Cannabis Company. I don't know if Carl can pull their website up or not, but this is their uh, Bud and Boat uh, third annual uh, celebration event, and and they invited us when we saw them up in Dallas at the uh, Texas Cannabis Roundup. Uh, Estella and David asked us to come out there and join them for this, and I didn't I didn't want to not go, but I felt felt like, hey, you go to this, Rachel. At least represent us down there and. And uh, so I hope you're having fun down there. Yeah, so far, so good. Um, <laughs> they have a dab bar going on. Um, they're serving, you know, some some infused seltzers with tahine on the rim. So that's <laughs> what's happening so far. And it goes until nine. So I'm well, sure that it's just going to keep uh, keep getting more crunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you enjoy yourself down there. I thought it would be cool since you had texted me while we were in commercial break. I thought, hey, let's just bring her on. And and here's the here's the event. Here's the event that she's at for viewers. Uh, we Carl's got it on screen. The Bud and Boat Party as Austinite uh, Cannabis Company celebrating their third anniversary celebration. So uh, Bud and Boat's official uh, down there uh, hanging out at the Lake 
Lake Austin. Uh, so anyway, congratulations to them and and uh, having Yay. celebrated three years. So tell them we said hi down there, Rachel, and you enjoy. Oh, your, I sure will. You enjoy yourself. I got the I got this over here. I, I'm I got, I'll, I'll manage the show without you. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sending me over. Thank you for bringing me on the show. No, no problem. I'm glad you text. I just thought it was kind of cute that you were texting right when we had the opportunity to get you on there. So we we thought we'd bring you in. But but thanks for going down there, Rachel, and and you enjoy yourself all right bye guys all right bye there she goes all right rachel nelson uh, giving us a quick update we don't ever do that what what last week what did we do we had oh we had the um canna bus gave us a tour of the bus right from outside last time so that was kind of unique but uh we had uh, rachel down there live uh, uh visiting the uh, third annual Bud and Boat uh, down there uh, with celebrating with our friends down there. But anyway, let's bring on uh, Frank Chandra with the uh, his company is the American Natural Materials. Used to be Chandra.org, Frank Chandra. Uh, but he is going to be on and talk to us a little bit about what he's got been going on. He and his partners and, and team members work on uh, utilizing hemp and uh, building agriculture and uh, doing, uh, you know, natural materials, uh, formerly Chandra materials. But break on, uh, Frank Chef, welcome to the program, my friend. How are you doing? Russell, great to see you again. Thank you very much for having me on. Well, thank you. so generous to the building community in hemp, um, as well as uh, everything we do in industrial hemp, which is a little less sexy, no, no three-letter acronyms, no, no THC. <laughs> But it's still the same plant, so it's a remarkable plant, and thank you for covering us, too. Well, just so folks know, on page 12 and 13 in the magazine, Frank, did you had an article that uh, had uh, talked about the hemp crate, uh, hempcrete spray application, and you did a demonstration, and the collaboration is a great article in the Texas Hemp Reporter that you wrote uh, talking about an event that y'all had. Tell us a little bit about that event and how that was, how successful that was for you guys. Cause you're actually, uh, you can, people can learn more about you just here in the magazine that's out right now. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for publishing that. That was very quickly that you put that out in the magazine. <laughs> so thank you. Um, I had contacted Russell about uh, this event and it was a collaboration of a number of builders who have their own operations, but they came together to test a spraying application. So if some people are not familiar, hempcrete can be done by cast in place, which means you frame your building the same way as normally, but then you have cross boards and you fill up the airspace between your frame studs uh, with hempcrete, but you have to manually put it in via a bucket and then you tamp it in place and you build your or work your way up the, the wall. A new way is spraying that material, kind of like foam spray insulation, mm -hmm. um, and you make the hemp a little bit tackier. So the solution is a real simple mixture. It's just hemp, lime, and water, and a binding agent, or a clinker, as some people say, and different minerals. So you would actually put that through a high-pressure machine, spray that into a wall, and then work your way up. And it's a lot faster process. So hemp is coming along. Uh, it's actually proven to be scalable. And that's why there was a number of collaborators. So that was done at uh, Paul Carbone's own house. And he has a company called Hempnology. He's a general contractor. But there were a number of people involved at, the, at that uh, installation as well. Uh, Phelan Dalton, uh, mm -hmm. who advertised with you a couple of years that's ago. That's right. I remember Phelan. Yeah. Hempcrete Workshop. 
two years ago at uh, the Center for Maximum Potential Building Systems. And uh, Harry Hemp, uh, who has, uh, what is his company name? Um, uh, yeah, he has hemphomes.com. And then Andrew Hancock, who has Lime Life Construction, who's just finishing up his own uh, personal home uh, in, near the Dallas area. So all of them came together, collaborated, worked together, um, and they all have different techniques. I also had a gentleman, uh, Theo Ross, uh, he's with a company called uh, uh, Dank Dog. Uh, he may have advertised with you some time mm-hmm. ago. Anyways, he is wanting to get into the building part of it. He works as a maintenance guy for the city of Cedar Park, but he, we just shoehorned him right in. He jumped in, helped those guys out. He's one of those guys, hands-on, you know, very handy. And uh, he wants to start building tiny homes. And um, so it was great to get him some exposure to these guys that are very generous collaborating and cooperating in this space where everybody needs to help collaborate and cooperate and to float the whole boat of this industry. These homes, um, hempcrete homes are an alternative. It's more of a cottage industry at the moment, but with more and more processing um, coming on and more uh, planting of the hemp plant, industrial hemp plant, in certain varieties being tested all over the country, um, it's going to become more mainstream uh, because hemp has hempcrete has a lot of great attributes. One being fire retardant. So if you want your home to survive a fire event, that's the material to build with. Wow! And it actually regulates humidity passively. Um, it is termite proof. It is mold resistant. Um, and they're beautiful buildings, as you're showing a picture on the screen right now. That is a multiple level building. And that was done by cast in place. That wasn't a hemp spray, a spray uh, uh, building. But as you can see it, uh, once that material dries, it petrifies. And you will actually apply a lime plaster on the outside of that, similar to a stucco building. That's a picture of our uh Hemp bags, Canabat is the uh, certified grade hemp building material that we uh, uh, currently import. There's no such thing as certification, but that is coming as well. And the U.S. Hemp Building Association is working on that with one of our partners. If you scroll some more, there's a picture, a video. I'm not sure if you can click on the video as well, mm-hmm. um, but that demonstrates. Yeah, it's right there. If you can click on that, that shows yeah. hempcrete spraying in action. And that's a YouTube video. And that's with Amara Chamber, one of our, so you can see that big O uh, mechanism that he's spraying into the wall and nice. it's capturing it on the other side. They have some like a mesh or a netting on the backside. So it captures it and it stops it from going all the way through the wall. Um, and yeah, that, that system by Amara Chambra and Cameron McIntosh and Melissa McIntosh is really gaining momentum. He's probably the most prolific builder currently with hempcrete but there's a number of builders besides the guys i mentioned mm-hmm. there's a number of people in the state of texas doing this right now well this is just and, a, this is just so, amazing uh frank the things that you know the, the things that this plan is capable of doing i mean we we cover cbd on here we cover events and like you said you know you're 
you're not attached to a lot of the three letter aspects of the plant, but you guys are, are doing, you know, building your applic your the applications that you and, and your colleagues are, are involved in are building construction. You're working with, you know, this is eventually going to be used in uh, major construction projects. That's all coming down the road. And it's just, it's just amazing that we go from, you know, sweet Cincy to you, Frank, and to talk about the amazing things this plant does. This is just fantastic. Well, thank you. Uh, what you have up there now, we also, uh, uh, one of our largest products that we deal with, uh, to plug myself is, uh, hemp bedding. So, uh, the high end horse market, uh, utilizes that. So these jumpers and dressage oh, and, yes. and, uh, some of the racing community as well, but it's hemp is so much better than uh, what you uh, what the alternatives are currently the the biggest material that is used is pine shavings. Well, hemp can produce the same amount of material that is used for bedding in one acre that it takes pine to produce in four acres, which is remarkable difference of resources. And how long does a pine tree take to to right. grow? You know, is that 20 years, 30 years? Could be maybe a fast growing tree. Hemp grows in 120 days. Amazing. So, and it sequesters, there's more carbon sequestered by hemp than uh, than the rainforest does. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, you know, all the, I can throw out a whole bunch of numbers about, you know, the amount per acre and all that, but it is the plant that is sequestering more um, even with moving it around, it's still a carbon negative by the time it gets into someone's house. So the goal is, is to have, you know, right now there might be 12 viable, maybe 15 viable by the end of the year and into next year, or 20 viable processing plants. But 250 processing plants is what the long-term goal in the United States is, and have millions and millions of acres growing it in order for us to build on a large scale, whether it's a tiny home or a full scale home. There is a number of homes around Austin. There hasn't been one yet. So there's still a race for someone to be permitted in here. Um, but you know, Henry Valles, he had built one at the uh, first community. There is one there. It isn't permitted. There's, there's no lavatory inside it. But you're familiar with that project, right? The the first community yeah, outside of Austin. Yes, I am. I am actually. I've seen homeless that. people. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's that's a very and good so program. There's a demonstration building out there that Henry was involved with that's some right. time ago, and Henry and Coleman Hemphill, some of our pioneers in the industry, that were all about education because that's what we had to do for years well, and Frank, years. Well, Frank, you know Henry's never been on my show. I've I've spoken with Henry a number of times, and I run into him at events around the state occasionally. Right. Uh, but I'd love to get him on the show. Uh, the last time I talked to him, he was a new a new a, a, a new father and had uh, right. had a new duties, and he was taking care of things uh, at home and and hadn't uh, couldn't couldn't get out on the away to do on the show with us. But right. I, I'm very familiar right. with Henry and the work he's done, and and we do need to get him on the program. So. If you yeah. see him or hear from him, tell him I said hi. He had done, uh, he produced the uh, Hemp Summit that brought uh, Hempitexture, who uh, did a GoFundMe and then has now built their own facility in Idaho. And they do hemp fiber. 
hemp fiber is a great insulator as well. And you use it just like you do the insulation bats, right? When like, like you have in your attic. So those, those bats are square and you just push it in place between the framing. Um, there is uh, some technology that needs to come forth in order to make them fireproof because it, it, that is not fireproof. That's just raw hemp. And, but you can, you know, use different chemicals uh, to actually, you know, uh, carbonate that would actually insulate it. You'd have to dip it. So it's got to be industrial and some type of a process to do that. But when that is, that will be at a larger scale. So hemp fiber is for some people and hempcrete is for other people. And here you're showing a fiber mat. The one thing about hemp um, is that it, uh, in fiber, hemp fiber is that it's hydrophobic and hydrophilic. So that, that particular fiber mat that you're showing a square is great for growing and germinating seeds. It will shed water if you spray it, being hydrophobic. Mm -hmm. But if you keep it in a nursery tray for um, 24 hours, it is a straw. Fibers are hollow. So it starts by osmosis, start absorbing the water, and then it will expel the water and give the water to the seed as the seed wants it and germinate a seed in the dark for about four or five days. You put that in a nursery tray with some water, you check it to make sure it doesn't go dry. And within five to seven days, you'll have microgreens sprout in a food source right on your shelf. It's amazing. Wow. The fibers can do. I mean, you those are that those are considered called non-woven fibers, and uh, and uh, so woven would be like a linen, uh, which would be much different. So the forks of the uh, in the industrial plant would put the fibers together, and then the pneumatic roller would roll it out. Thin, well, Frank, like isn't it true mm -hmm. that the Egyptian pyramids were made out of hemp? Well, there there are some <laughs> uh, people that will uh, say and. That's why I mentioned Paul Carbone because he he works with geopolymers. He's yeah. you know if anybody that's in the construction business and follows some of these websites on Facebook well, or or wherever, um, it it looks like stone. Well, and it's really but really I'm just saying. I, I mean, I'm kind of I'm joking about the pyramids, but there's yeah. no doubt that this plant was used throughout history and ancient history to build and make and clothe and, and weave and, and do all kinds of fascinating things uh, for, for cultures, indigenous cultures throughout, uh, throughout uh, the history of humanity. So uh, this is, this is just a, a, you know, we're, we're getting back into our roots when we talk about uh, building with, with hemp and with uh, cannabis. Uh, this is something that our ancestors have done for, for, for eons. They have. They have found hemp in buildings and in bridges in uh, Europe, uh, and they're old. They're uh, medieval times. And just think about the resources that you have at your disposal. Someone was going to mix up mud and straw. And, a, and of course, they were using hemp for millennia in Asia. So they obviously cut it up and realized that it's fibrous and it's strong and used it in their mortar process. So there's hempcrete way before the, 
the 90s when the French started making it popular and started using it as a building material. Frank and, Jeff, um, my, my guest, American Natural Materials, can I've got about a minute and a half left with you, buddy, uh, before the show ends, but can you uh, tell us about any event that's coming up? Fire off the website, tell folks how they can learn more about you. I want to extend the opportunity right here on the show to let you know that anytime you have something you want to print or if you want to contribute as a regular writer to the Texas Hemp Reporter, all welcome. We welcome to have you or your editorial or your team uh, contribute something once in a while or all the time, even every issue. If you want to constantly, you know, uh, have a, a a place or a column in the magazine, I welcome that because I think this space uh, needs that. Your your side of this plant needs a voice for this, and we're certainly happy to help anytime you know, you've yeah. got anything like that, Frank. Well, I I will. I really appreciate that. It was a nice exercise. It really help me hone my chops. I, I do a little bit of writing and um, I do want to emphasize one thing that changed everything for our company. And that is collaborate, cooperate and inclusivity. And that's what this space is all about. And there's a lot of strong women. There's people of color. There's all kinds of collaboration yeah. and people working together to promote this product. And I will talk to others about that offer. Yeah, and it doesn't so have to be will. you. It could be anybody in your yes. team. You could have Henry, exactly right. any, that's what I mean. anybody in that side of it. Because I think that's a side of the business, Frank, that we, we lack a little more of your voice. And I think we should just constantly encourage to have something on the building side, always in the Texas Hemp Reporter. So uh, that is an open invitation. And I, I appreciate you being you know on the show. Uh, fire off the website how folks can learn more about the good work you guys do. Well, that's really nice. And, uh, you know, we had a blue moon last night. So opportunities like this and people like you offer things once in a blue moon. So thank you so much. Uh, Russell, you are a, a great asset to this community and it is in all realms. The, 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 the product has uh, 50,000 uses and 50,000 thank yous to you. <laughs> well, thank you. And it was a blue moon last night. So uh, let's make sure we have you on and contribute to the magazine or on the show before the next blue moon as well. Thank you so much, Frank. And special shout out to uh, Tracy and Greg. Go down there and check them out at the Hemp Harvest Festival coming up in uh, November. Uh, thank you, guys. Great show this week. I'm Russell, the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Great show. Thanks, Russell. You bet. I Take care. You. Thanks, Frank. Smell that marijuana, they gon' follow. Throwing yeah. money on her like she won the lotto. Must be switch. Holla, scared of heights, come face your fears. Holla, holla. Do it just like Nikki gone and bend it over. Say she never smoked, I turned her to a stoner.